Hey, it's Brock, and it's no secret that I love clothes. And every time I get new clothes and they don't fit just right, I take them to the only place that knows how to give me that perfect fit. Lethal Lure Alterations in Rogers. From jeans to dress pants and wedding dresses to suit jackets, they can handle any alteration you need. They provide the best customer service, and the job's not done until it's done to your perfection. So if the clothes you're wearing aren't fitting your body just right, then take them to Lethal Lure Alterations in Rogers just off Highway 49 on New Hope. Lethal Lure Alterations, where you can always get the perfect fit. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Wake up. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Waking up, shaking yesterday's blues, yeah. Welcome to the show. It is Brock and Marcy. Another week of podcasting. How you doing, Marcy? Good morning. There she is. Um, I'm hot. It has gotten so warm. Right? So, yes. And not and just I, warm, I had muggy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. This morning, you know, just a few minutes ago, we walked out the door to to uh, do some drop-offs for the kids and I was like, oh my gosh, it's already so like Sticky. humid out Ugh. here. It's it's already becoming that like nothing to do but sit by the pool kind of weather. Which is okay, but yeah, if you have to do anything other than that, it sucks. Yeah, right, exactly. So yeah, we got so a lot of... What's uh, new? What's new? Um, I was going to say we got a lot of outdoor weddings this weekend. Ugh. Oh, jeez. Where are you going to be? Uh, everywhere. Okay. Literally everywhere. Ballroom at I Street, Osage House, <laughs> Ravington, uh, name a play, Barn at the Springs, all over the place. Sassafras? I don't know, probably. Yeah, we're or, all um, over. Or uh, what's what's across the street Stone from me? Stone Chapel? Yeah, Stone Chapel. Yeah, I don't think don't we're at Stone Chapel this week. Okay. No. Uh, what's new with me? Let's see. Over the last week, just been super busy. I had Brimley um, Sunday to Wednesday, so we had a lot of fun, a lot of memories cool. made. Um, but earlier in the week, it, it was you know cloudy, overcast, and we went swimming at the Bentonville Community Center because the pools, while it's starting to warm up, the pool water is still pretty chilly because of the rain. So mm-hmm. we didn't go outside to swim. So we went inside. Uh, I took Rory, my uh, niece, and Brimley, and uh, we swam for a couple hours and had a lot of fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that sounds fun. It's good times. Um, but uh, yeah, Brimley and I uh, had a good week. I got a clip of her. We'll get to that in, in a few minutes. But uh, she is a funny girl. You know, is I got those, uh, those Razor scooters. So she yeah. has the four-wheeler. Carson, her uh, soon-to-be stepbrother, uh, for Christmas, he got the motorcycle, right? Well, yeah. when he's not here, I ride the motorcycle. And Brimley has been learning to ride her bike, getting good yeah. on two wheels. And she has learned to ride his scooter as well. And she's getting pretty good at it. Oh, good. So her balancing is good. She's been practicing. So what did we do the other night? I go, you know what? This neighborhood has become, we become the electronic family in the neighborhood. 
So we bring, oh. and I have all these scooters. I have stand-up scooters. I have all this electronic stuff for the kids. The kids are always coming over to my house. Hey, can I ride this? Of course. Can I ride that? I'd be coming to your house if I was your neighbor. You right. You have the fun stuff. So I bought another motorcycle. No! Yes. Oh, jeez. A little mo- motorcycle. So Brimley could have one. Carson has his. And the four-wheeler, yeah. um, Calvin, the youngest, can ride. So... He can take care of that. Yeah. Everybody's wearing helmets, right? What's the correct answer? Oh, my gosh. Brock. What? (laughs) What? Did you wear a helmet when you were a kid? I didn't have motor toys. No. On a bike or anything? Probably not a bike. Yeah. But motor toys. So Brimley was riding her four-wheeler the other day. She was trying to off-road and do off-road things and wrecked it. Not to the point where she fell off, but she hit something and wrecked it. And it caused the um, the screw that connects the, the wheel to the bottom so you can turn the wheels to pop off. Thus oh, breaking no. it for a little bit until dad could find a piece to put it back together. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to not share with you my scary story about a four-wheeler. Okay. How what kind I'm, of four-wheeler? A real four-wheeler. I don't, this is I a don't kid know. four-wheeler. It goes yeah, like it's 8 miles mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah, I I think it was a, a bit more than that. <laughs> but yeah, this kid here who's trying to make faces at you. I see him. Would love to have a four-wheeler. Oh, all he wants and, for Christmas is his two front teeth. Oh, uh, yes, he lost a tooth. Yeah. Over Memorial Day weekend. Wow. To show him. Smile. No, there, so he can see. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I love it. Yeah. Love it. So, so uh, and that, that happened during a four-wheeling accident. Whoa. Well, <laughs> no. I was riding with Brimley yesterday. That happened from a four-wheeler accident. I was riding the two, four, the, the two motorcycles. We were riding them together. Dad, let's go ride. I'm like, okay. She's like, it cools me off when I'm going really fast because it's really hot outside. So we did it. I go down the hill. I run over just a small piece of wood, like, a shiv of wood, pop the tire. Oh, geez. And this was Carson's motorcycle. Oh, man. Like, crap. So I immediately get on my phone. You can buy tires, replacement yeah. tires for him. I'm like, uh, it's going to take a while to get in. So what did I do? Switch the tires. No. On the other motorcycle that you bought. Went to Walmart. Bought another motorcycle. Oh, my yeah, god! We got three motorcycles now. <laughs> are those motorcycles don't worry about it you are just like growing money on trees so what i was gonna do was very dishonest i was going to replace the motorcycles or replace the tires take the motorcycle back yeah and i was in the process of doing that and i look at ashton and we're in the garage and we are dripping sweat because it was so muggy last night yeah and i go you know what how about we just keep this and we have three because all the kids love riding them around. And I'm putting myself in a kid's shoes. As yeah. a kid, I would love this. Like, And you've got three kids yeah. total. And yeah. now they'll all have a motorcycle they can ride and the four-wheeler and all their friends can come over and ride and all that kind of stuff. So we have three motorcycle, Razor motorcycles. <laughs> oh I just got to get a replacement tire for the back are spoiling your children and you're buying their love. No, I, I, I bought it for myself. I'm walking through Walmart by myself with this 
motorcycle my cart and this guy goes you're gonna make some kid very happy i go i am yes i am myself he goes oh i'd like to see you ride that i go you would you like to follow me to my house right now i'll show you how i can ride this thing he's like oh i don't believe it like i'm here because i was riding it and i popped the tire old man is is it all the the same size as the one that carson had yeah they're all the same okay so wow you even you can fit on it I can't wait to come over and ride them. Yeah. Three. Of I'm going to bring Drew. When are you going on vacation? Because we're just going to come and you can um, house sit for us. I will house sit for you because my child will go nuts. Yeah. And yeah. he can ride the four wheeler since you're so scared that he'll hurt himself on the motorcycle. Oh, we'll be wearing double helmets because the four wheeler is fixed now. Yeah. So, yes, it's all good. Okay, good. We, we are the family of scooters, even though I tried to, you know, I have that stand up, um, uh, Segway that we use for the Prince commercial. Yeah. I uh-huh. can't get it to turn on. Oh no, it died. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. So I gotta figure that out. Or find a replacement. So yeah. Cause you need more stuff. Well, I, I have it. So I need to make sure I don't know. Get off my back. So <laughs> but yeah, what's been up with you? Um so Drew is home with me, obviously. We've right. been hearing plenty of him. Um, he's home with me for now. So yesterday I took Will to the airport. Okay. He went to Tennessee for a family reunion and I left without um, you? Yeah, I know that's everybody's response. Like so this is a family reunion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not going to take my family. <laughs> I normally go and obviously we all go, but there were several reasons. We just kind of decided, meh, it would be a lot easier for just him to go. So, okay. yeah. So I stayed home, um, but we were up. I almost thought about like pinging you uh-huh. that we were going to be in your area, but it was like literally seven in the morning. Um, so we went to, we dropped him off. We went to Krispy Kreme Ooh. and got donuts. We're never. Wait, wait, wait. Kreme. What day was it? yesterday i was awake oh i was actually i was actually in your neck of the woods yesterday oh doing what i had a dentist appointment at eight o'clock oh but (laughs) brimley and rory were here at the house and they would have loved to play oh well i don't know if we would have been doing a whole lot of playing that early Uh, i i basically okay i basically rolled out of bed too so it wasn't looking my best um we we don't care about that We um, dropped him off and then I let Drew skip or Jackson skip school for the day. Yeah. We came home relaxed. And then about 1130, we went to the pool and stayed for three hours. It was so hot. I got to sleep in my mom's bed. Oh, Oh. share that information. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) My my daughter loves that too. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it got so hot while we were there. I was like, I'm. We're just going to stay for a while. Burn your energy. Enjoy. And then we came home. We went and got some food and, and relaxed the rest of the day. It was pretty lazy. It is but, lazy. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, nothing huge. Oh, I also got this in the mail, which is like my my jury summons. You got some summonsed? Sort. Well, it's like it looks very official, but it's like this is to let you know that you're a prospective juror. Oh, you could be chosen and, you know, they got to use all the scary red print and like you are hereby ordered to report for jury service. But don't come yet. Wait till we call like one of those things. Just wait by the phone. 
Yeah, I know. I hope that like me having a child to take care of is reason enough to get out of jury duty. How about you go there and when they're doing the trial thing, you're like, oh, Carl, is that you? <laughs> to the, the person. Yes. You never yes. called me back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, me and him yeah. go way back. Right. He stood me up for a date. Jeez. Not fan of Carl. Now, now I know what you were doing. You were killing ladies. <laughs> I, will try I knew there trick. was something off about you, guy. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. That might work. <laughs> Good idea. That <laughs> might work. So, well, cool. I've never been summoned to jury duty. Yeah, me either. That sounds boring. You get 15 whole dollars a day. Holla! <laughs> right? I'm in. <laughs> when you're making zero dollars a day. <laughs> That's true. I mean. It is a step up. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I uh uh I have a question I posted on our social this morning. What brings you joy these days? Okay. Like what's something that is bringing you joy these days? Hmm. I'm asking Are you. Are you asking? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, what brings you joys? Not joys. What brings you joy? Well, I'm trying to take this opportunity to do some fun stuff with Drew. Uh-huh. Cuz this whole this whole like having a child and Doing something with them over the summer is new to me. It's normally either they were in daycare right. or I had them in day camp. So like today, we're most likely going to get our bikes out and go hit some of the trails around here. And sweat your arse off. We will. I know a trail that's pretty shady, so that'll help. But um, we're going to do that. And then I've got him signed up for some STEM classes. Okay. That'll be really fun. Like, yeah, with your friends. But kind of like trying. I, I guess I'm. I'm learning more about what there is in the community for kids. And there's actually quite a bit. So that's cool. And then we've been doing golf. Did I tell you we started first tee? You had mentioned it, but I hadn't heard heard anything yeah, about it. We started it last Monday. It's once a week right now. And then he's going to be doing a camp in July. But um, didn't neither of us knew what to expect. He was a little shy going into it. But I was so impressed. Yeah. I know you guys did it too, uh -huh. right? With Brimley. Yep. I was so impressed. All the little boys, they're six to seven years old had collared shirts on the, wow. the um, what's his name? The instructor, you know, had full control over them. They all listened, did a great job. And at the end, I couldn't hear all of his speech, but it was something like, you know, be well-behaved, listen and go home and make sure you're doing that for your parents and be respect, you know, like they're teaching them all these extra things that you learn with. Yes. Golf. Yeah. So, and I drew, did you like it? Yeah. Hunter's the coach. Tell them, how did you like first tea, baby? Come here and tell us. Did you really like no. it, buddy? He well, when we left, he's being shy again. He said, "I kind of liked it." So uh, that's what Brimley yeah, would gonna, say. Yeah, we're gonna take it as a win because that's a it's a fun you know fun thing for him to be learning different right. from the chasing a ball and running around getting hot and sweaty and so yeah that's what's been new with us. Well, awesome. And that's what that's made me smile. How about you? Uh, spending time with Brimley, so. You know, Brimley is a different character. Of course, her parents are divorced. I get my time. Her mom gets her time. When she's at my time, she's got this awesome neighborhood with a bunch of friends at it. So as soon mm -hmm. as she gets here, I'm like, what do you want to do? Let's play. Let's hang out. Uh, I'm going to go see if Maddie's home. I'm going to go see if, uh, you know, my other <laughs> friend is home. Like, mm -hmm. okay, if you want to play with me, I'll be right here. I'm just going to be in the garage and just hanging out and stuff. Okay, yeah. dad. Okay. And then she takes off and goes, you know, 
plays with their friends. Right. And then I hear later that, you know, we didn't spend enough time together. I go, yeah. Brimley, we have, I asked you every day, let's hang out. Let's do stuff. <laughs> and you're like, uh, no, thanks. I'm going to go hang out with my friend. I go, I'm always wanting to hang out with you and, and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, her idea of wanting to do stuff. She loves to wrestle. I think I mentioned this before. She just likes to wrestle me. Oh, like, okay. cause I let her take me down and pretend like she's stronger than I am. And in her head, she thinks she's stronger than me. So she's like, dad, let's wrestle. Like, okay. And then she beats me. And then, you know, I don't, I don't know why she likes to wrestle. It's almost like, uh, I I'm a wrestling fan Mm -hmm. of the rock and all those. It's like, I'm one of those guys and she's learned from TV, but I'm Uh, not. So mm -hmm. it's just weird. Um, but She's yeah. always had a little bit of a tomboy side to her, right? I guess. I yeah. guess. But she's, I mean, she doesn't have the neighborhood like we have here with friends at her mom. She doesn't have any friends she plays with in that neighborhood. Even uh-huh. though I'm sure there's lots of kids in that neighborhood she could play with, she hasn't met any of them. Here, yeah. we're a pretty much a tight-knit group, and we know all of each other. And uh, she loves it. Mm-hmm. Her friends come over and play and hang out. And that's what I grew up with, too. In my neighborhood, a bunch, well, we lived in a small town, so they didn't even have to live in our neighborhood for them to come over. You just yeah. call them on the phone using four digits instead of seven. You're like, three, four, seven, five. And, hey, Adam, you want to come over? All right, see you in two minutes. And they ride their bike over. And you play and, and your parents don't care. You have a story about standing on the hill and hollering down the hill. Yeah, because that guy didn't have a phone. Jeffrey, <laughs> get down. Can you come play? And he'd open up his door. Let me ask my mom. And then he'd come up. Yeah. That was great times. And I I spent most of my childhood playing with my friends outside because we didn't have anything Mm -hmm. to do inside. Right. That is the, the, those are the memories that I've created and I'm trying to create for her here where she literally gets on her motorcycle, rides across the street and goes up and I'm very proud of her. She'll knock on the door and ask, is Maddie home? And then, yeah, she's changing. Okay. And then she'll go sit out on her motorcycle, like in the movies, you know, like just chilling, waiting for your friend. That's funny. And then they come out, get on the motorcycle together. They drive over to the house. Maddie gets on a motorcycle and then they ride around the neighborhood. So, And she's trying to ride her bike. So another thing, the other night we went, I'm like, we spend all this time together. We went and saw Spencer's daughter played in a championship baseball game. Just down oh, wow. the street. So we went and saw that, and some of her friends were there. So she sat with them from church. And then her and I went and bought that motorcycle. We bought a, a baseball bat and ball that were, you know, the small, soft ones. Because she wanted to learn how to play so she could play with her new brothers, which I thought was mm-hmm. so cute. Because mm-hmm. they live and die baseball, you know. Right. And we got that and a, a throw football you can play with at night and then we went to dinner together after dinner we came home and we played baseball in the neighborhood just her and i throw the ball and she'd hit it and then i'd go get it and back and forth and it was great we had a great time she was where do you have a space to do that we did it in the middle of the street it's a cul-de-sac at the end of your road right yeah we don't have a drive-through so she was hitting dingers in the middle of the road and i'm having to chase them down the hill and she loved it. It was a great time. Cool. So, but well, she, that's fun. she hit me up the other day and she goes, dad, 
we should do a daddy-daughter podcast. And I said, that would be great. What do you want it to be about? You know, just daddy-daughter stuff. Like That's a good idea. I said, okay, we can do this. We'll record one, and you kind of lead it. And I, you tell me what we're going to do. So here is, uh, here's a clip of it. Uh, the beginning of uh, that podcast we recorded. I'm Brock. Okay. I'm the rad dad. <laughs> and you are? I'm Brimley. Uh-huh. And I am super sporty. You're, oh, are you? You're calling yourself super sporty? Or funny and <laughs> all of that. Kind, and all above. So I, know, I didn't ask you what you were, but I'm just saying rad dad because that's what my t-shirt says. So that's why we're calling it. The Rad Dad Podcast with Brock and Brim. But go ahead. Like, tell me about yourself. Are you super sporty? Why would you say you're super sporty? Because I'm super good at gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> I love kids. Tell us how you really feel. Are you just kind of good or are you really good? I'm really good. <laughs> go talk to an adult these days and ask them, you know, what do you like to do? And hear them say... I'm really good at something. That's, I love you, Brimley. I love your, um, personality. uh, Yeah. I love your personality, but your confidence. I love your confidence. Yeah. So there you go. There was the beginning where she says, like all kids, I'm super sporty, super good at gymnastics. I love that. (laughs) That's, I mean, why not? Be honest, right? It's so funny watching her face. She's like, and I am super sporty. I'm really, I'm really funny. <laughs> That's a fact. She does jokes. I mean, uh, speaking of jokes, yeah. hey, Brimley, it's time for your joke of the day. Knock, knock. Who's there? A broken pencil. A broken pencil. Who? Oh, never mind. It's pointless. You've done that one already. That's funny. I don't remember that one. Uh, she's done it already. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah, she. It's so super cute though. We recorded that. I thought it was really. It was like twelve minutes. It was a lot of fun. And then so the next day, hey dad, when are we doing our podcast today? She thought it was like a radio show that you do every day. She goes, we need to have some guests on the oh. podcast. I go, it's oh. a weekly thing. We can record it later. Oh, we should have so and so on the podcast. We should do this and this. Oh, we need to talk about how I'm vegan on the podcast. And it was fun to see her entertainment side, you know, her producing and content and coming up with different stuff we could talk about. Because I said, she's seen you do it for so long. Right. If you, we do this, this is on you. Like you do. Yeah. You come up with this. So yeah. I don't know where it stands. We might record it, and not put it out, but just have it for posterity. It's know. cute. Yeah. 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 So the we called it the Rad Dad podcast with Brock and Brimley. I- I have, um, I don't know where they are, but I have these tapes of myself doing a pretend newscast. Yeah. (laughs) You know, from back in the day when I was just being silly and, you know, my sisters always bring it up. Like, look at you now. That's so funny because it's kind of, you didn't never knew that that's what you wanted to do or. Yeah. Look at you now doing a podcast for no money. I know. uh, (laughs) It's being a stay at home mom and. uh, Never really made it. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Uh, we we watched um, Cruella the other night. Rory came oh. and stayed the night, and I used my popcorn machine for the first time. What? And that was a lot of fun. And we watched Cruella. Have you seen it? No, but I love Emma Stone. So the story of 101 Dalmatians is it's a lot different than that. This is kind of like the origin story of why she doesn't like Dalmatians. Oh, and okay. After you figure that out, you're like, oh. 
I wouldn't like Dalmatians either. <laughs> like, really? So it's uh-huh. a great movie. It's not really so much a kid movie as it is an adult movie. This is PG-13. And uh, yeah, it's great. She did an amazing job and it. It was a great story. Brimley loved it. She's already watched it twice. Oh, wow. It's not scary or too scary. Not scary. It's not a scary movie. Okay. But I it mean, sounds like it sounds like Wicked, like the same idea as Wicked. Po- possibly. Yeah. And I have you seen Wicked? I have not. Oh, my gosh. You have to see Wicked. Okay. I loved I saw it in Chicago on like the Chicago Broadway and I cried. It was so Aww. good. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you yeah. would like Cruella. If you'd like Wicked, then I guess you would like Cruella because it's yeah, it's really good. Really good. Um, did you see that uh, they're going to be doing a Friends themed cruise? Yes. In and I already looked at the prices and everything. What? <laughs> it leaves yeah. out of Key West. Wait, no, no, no. It leaves out of Florida, Fort Lauderdale, going to Key West, Grand Cayman and Cozumel, Mexico. But yeah, you get mm-hmm. uh, like activities. They'll include a dress as your favorite friend costume party, trivia contest, chocolate making demo, and other friends inspired activities. Get ready to eat like Joey, joke like Chandler, cook like Monica, shop like Rachel, yoga like Phoebe, and dig like Ross. The website says bookings start at sixteen forty eight. Yeah, I think three thousand is the um, the Max, highest package yeah. per person, and you have to put a thousand dollars down when you register and then 50% due is is due in like three months or something like that that's not bad oh yeah that's not a bad it's not horrible I don't like I don't think you get to like I would I would be more interested if like you actually get to meet someone like they do the um like Luke Bryan has his crash my playa these guys friends are too big they're too big I I well what is Joey doing come on he's got a show (laughs) he's got a tv show no, he doesn't. Yes, he does. What show? Uh, Man oh, the with the Plan. Show? Man with the Plan. Oh, is that still happening? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't watch Courtney it, Cox but doing? he's got. <laughs> well, she's yeah. She she doesn't care about this. No, Matthew but Perry mean, like would a, be on this. Yeah, and he'd be like getting wasted with you. <laughs> yeah, like I'd be so into it if there was actually going to be one of the friends on the right. cruise. But yeah, I saw that. It's pretty cool, and you know they have the Friends Experience happening in New York. Yeah. That you can do. So they're definitely spinning off from all of this and it's working. 500 it's working. passengers is all. So that's not bad. I, uh, I had a TV show themed idea. I don't know if I mentioned it here, but and TM trademark. I, I was talking with Dustin. We mm-hmm. were working out and I'm looking around his gym. I go, you know what? I wonder if you close down the other side. Cause his is split. Um, I wonder first off, if people would want to stay in an Airbnb that was a gym. Like gym enthusiasts. Oh yeah. Like a gym inspired Airbnb. It has a bedroom, kitchen, all that kind of stuff. Okay. And then you have a gym where they can work out. Okay. I said, or you could do this. If you had an open space like this, a warehouse, you could get, um, sets created like TV shows and rent them out. So you walk in on one side and you're in the coffee shop of friends then you mm-hmm. go to the other side and you're in Monica's apartment mm-hmm. and they're like just sets, just like the TV show. They're, they're sets. So like, I mean, the, that's what they're doing. The bathroom that's- could be behind the set. So you just walk out a door and it's, you know, a different set. Like mm-hmm. you're on a TV show and then mm-hmm. you just change it out to stay by the bell. You're in the halls or you're in Zach's bedroom. Friends are not friends. The office, you're in the office. Yeah. That kind of stuff. 
You sleep in Michael's office. I don't know. But, I mean, that would come with like a lot of fees for licensing and all that, right? Or you could say friends inspired Airbnb. Oh, yeah. And like, I like not that. just cre- create it exactly, but an inspired lookalike. Because with Airbnb, they take the the originality and the quirkiness of their Airbnbs and put them to the top of the list. Okay. The more original ones, not just a normal Airbnb. They take the yeah. cooler ones and show those yeah. off. Like there's a Hobbit that- one here in the area that's an underground house. It's super oh, awesome. Wow. And they show those Airbnbs off. Yeah. That would be almost like a cool hotel. Yeah. If there was a hotel and it had like some sort of like the TV hotel and there were all these rooms and they were different themed shows. So it could be easy enough to do if it's just a hotel and you've just got one room and, you know, like deck it out with various props and stuff like that. That'd be super cool. You know, Planet Hollywood in Vegas does something similar. They Mm -hmm. inspire each room with a movie, but they don't have the props and stuff. They make the color. They put the pictures of the movie on the walls. Like, yeah, I stated one. It was purple, which I got lucky with that. And it was mm-hmm. for, um, what's that uh, movie? The uh, Empire Records. Oh. Yeah, it was for that movie. It was okay. inspired by that. But they have, you know, yeah. all the shots from the movie and the posters and stuff up. Yeah, that's that, a great idea. That would be cool. You know, Disney does mm-hmm. that with their, uh, the, the one I stayed in a couple of years ago, the Little Mermaid room I stayed in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Disney should definitely be doing that. Yeah. Any shows that they have, that would be super cool. But an Airbnb mm-hmm. that you could switch out the theme every few months and you just have the pallets of, you know, set built. I think that'd be awesome. It would take mm-hmm. a little money to get that built, but I think it would pay back over and over. And yeah. bloggers would blog about it. Everybody would, you know, those pop up Saved by the Bell shops and stuff are all over the Internet. People yeah. rush to those. And you could probably get some of the cast members who weren't like big cast members to come check it out and stay. Yeah. And just Offer saying. them something. Pay him, pay him a little bit. I could get uh, old David Wallace to come. Hey. There you go. Yes. Sing. Sing. Huh. <laughs> so here are, I came across this, easy ways to make your life better in five minutes. The first one, pet your dog. Says it's good for your blood pressure and lower risk of heart attack. So pet your dog. Make a gratitude list. Five things you're grateful for. It can boost your mood. Instead of always thinking about the negative, what's something positive we can think about? Uh, Talk to a friend. If you have a friend, talk to them. Uh, Take this supplement, vitamin D. It can help support immune system and can lower the risk of developing several types of cancer. And then finally, stretch. Take a few minutes a day to limber up and stretch. So okay. do those things for five minutes. You can uh, help live a better life. I like the pet your dog one. That's a good one. So I got my uh, new shoes in my new workout shoes that Ashton got me for my birthday the other day. Oh, I, I got, didn't know you were getting new ones. I got no bulls. Okay. And the bottoms look like I stepped on a whole bunch of different colored pieces of gum. Oh, cool. They're all different colors. I want to see. Uh, I don't have them here. I'll tell Ashton to Ashton uh, to bring them up when she comes to be okay. on the show. She's uh she's on a call right now. Let's message her. Bring okay. 
our noble shoes up when you come. So Marcy. what's special about these shoes? So they have so many different uh, color combinations, fun combinations. They're not just like regular shoes where you get black, gray, and a couple others. Yeah. Like they, mine are black and the soles of them are all colors. I want to, yeah, I like that. They're meant for working out. So yeah. their, um, their heel is only 0.6 or 6 millimeters. Mm-hmm. The heel drop, which you want it to be, the less is better because you want a flat foot. Like if you ever talk to Dustin, he wants, he likes to work out without shoes because that's how we're meant to work out. And when we're not working out without shoes on regular shoes, our heel drop is so much that we're tilted forward and we're not getting the full I'm Googling them. Uh, exercise. You've never heard of Noble Shoes? No. Really? Oh, I see it. Wait, I see one that has flower looking yeah. bottoms. Uh-huh. Is I, that what yours is? Those are purple flowers. Uh, I, yeah. I almost got those. Those are cool. The next ones I'm going to get are gradient. I'm going to get the gradient ones. Okay. But they have so many different ones. They even have ones specifically for weightlifting, heavy weights that oh. are just flat. And Dustin goes... Yeah, those are $300. You could just take off your shoes. It's the same thing. <laughs> what is the major appeal of these shoes? Uh, they're just cool. I mean, they look okay. cool. They're just different than other brands. I don't know. Okay. okay. I just like the look of them. You can't find shoes like that with so many different styles. Yeah, these look like you for sure. Yeah, and they're comfortable. I like them. I mean, they will take some getting used to because they're a lot flatter. And not as yeah. foamy as other shoes because they're meant for lifting weights and working yeah. out. So. so then would you have to change your shoes to do cardio? Oh, I don't do cardio. So if, if you were to do cardio, um, is that like the idea? Like you wouldn't use them to do. No, probably like not. Yeah. You probably okay. wouldn't. You wouldn't run in them. No. Yeah. Okay. But they're cool. So Ashton yeah. like mine so much. She got herself a pair. They didn't have her size in the ones I got. So she got yeah. something similar. She'll bring those up when nice. she, she comes. So, yeah. Hey, <clears throat> here are some signs your workouts are working that don't involve a scale. You get looser pants, a tighter bra hook. Wait, what? If you need to hook your bra tighter than before, <laughs> you're probably making progress. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to tighten it. Tighten. <laughs> it's not getting tighter on its own. Uh, <laughs> that means you're probably either getting more muscles or you're getting bigger. Uh, more yeah. energy. You have more energy after workout, improved endurance, and you crave less sugar. So those are some signs. And wait, those are signs of what? That your workouts are working that don't involve oh, you gotcha. stepping on a scale. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So those are cool. Uh, also, this one's for you. Early risers are happier than night owls. Mm. So people that get up in the middle of the night <laughs> to go work out are happier than uh, than people who stay up all night. A steady of more than 450,000, or yeah, uh, middle-aged adults find uh, that just under two-thirds of them are early birds who thrive on getting up and going to bed early. And it just has made their life happier, apparently. So many random studies. 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 <laughs> Shut it. Shut it. I'm looking through all this. Shut it. Um, Let's get into this. I like that. No, nah, we'll wait okay. for Ashton on that. Um, so dating apps. There was a, a movie or something we were watching the other day about dating apps. And Brimley's like, our, our, 
my uncles met their wives on dating apps, right? We're like, yep, that is mm-hmm. correct. Well, a new YouGov poll finds that 9% of Americans are currently using dating apps and 28% have done so in the past. Those currently using dating apps go up to 17% for millennials. 32% of people who say they are single and looking for a partner partner are using a dating app. Well, what are they looking for? What do you think they're looking for? Why using On the dating, dating app? app? Yes. Like what kind uh, of relationship? Yeah. Oh, I would think long term. Uh, 34% to have something fun and interesting to do. Uh, 26%, this is number two, to have casual sex. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like you could, you could, well, maybe it's too much work to go to a bar. And but, find that, yeah. Uh, yeah. To make platonic non-romantic connections, to see what the app is like, to find a non-exclusive romantic partner, a <laughs> uh, friend with benefits is what that means. To boost their self-esteem and find someone for a friend. But not all motives are pure. The poll finds 6% actually admit they are on dating apps to cheat on their partner. And that number goes to 9% for men as compared to 3% for women. Uh, but you never in your single days went did the dating app thing. I never did, no. I never. But I feel like you are in a position where you were out so much and are out so much that you had opportunities to meet people if you wanted to or meet women if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was. That-, that doesn't mean I did. Right. Like if you wanted to, you it's because a lot of people do dating apps because they don't have time to go to social events or don't want to. But you are already doing that for work. So like if you wanted to find someone to date or whatever, right. you were always in a position to meet people. Correct. I never yeah. wanted to do the dating apps because... I didn't want people to connect with me just because they knew who I was. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, oh, he's the get it Sam's guy. I want to match with him. Celebrity problems. Yeah, basically. I wouldn't, I think if I was single, I wouldn't want to do a dating app, but I don't, I don't know why. I think I would have probably gone to like you and like, hey, Give me some of your friends. <laughs> and I'd be Something like, like I don't have any friends. <laughs> you are my friend. I'd be like, I don't have any guy friends that are single. That would uh, be good enough. Yeah. Okay. I'd be on a date. I would, yeah. I mean, there's not very many places to meet girls these days. Yeah, that's true. I, that's it's true. a lot harder. I, I always say church or I don't know. I still remember when we did our NWA live Christmas thing at XNA and the amount of good looking dudes that came down that. Right. Just go to the airport. I would just go hey, you married. There. Hey, you married? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go to the airport and maybe you'll find somebody. Uh, uh-huh. I, I feel like it's a lot easier for girls to meet guys than guys to meet girls. Right. Maybe right, because yeah. guys were so intimidated by girls that. I don't know. Um, yeah. So would you uh, still have kids knowing what you know now? Huh. That is a question that parents were asked in this survey. What about you? I mean, I mean, it, you can't say no. Like, you can't say you wouldn't because that's kind of a direct insult to your kids. Well, but <laughs> here's some of the responses. No, I okay. wouldn't. It's only since becoming a mother that I've realized what an absolute crap show of a life we live in. It was oh, fine geez. when... Uh, my kid was younger, but he's nearly an adult now, and it's not pretty out there. 
Okay. Oh. I love yeah. my children so, so, so much. However, if I was reincarnated, I would absolutely choose to not have children because of the child free couples I know have amazing lifestyles that I'm super jealous of. I'd love to try out that way of living for once. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my children, like having children has aged me, one shared, noting that because you, your life revolves around your kids, you just can't be you anymore. They add, I really, really miss having the freedom to live my life without having to do, always consider someone else. So they're selfish. Yeah. Um, I have often thought this and dared to say it out loud, but it wasn't well received. Obviously, I love them. They brighten every single day, but I don't think I would. At the very least, I'd wait a little longer to make sure it uh, was what I wanted. Maybe, oh, wow. It sounds like this parent wasn't a planned pregnancy. And finally, mm -hmm. I'd definitely... Consider a fabulous child-free life, holidays, loads of free time, early retirement. Last night I dreamt I was peering into a child-free couple's house and watching them just watching TV in the middle of the day without oh, a care geez. in the world. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, the grass is always greener, you know. And then you have that lifestyle and you're like, man, there's nothing to do. This is boring. What do we you do? I think people that, that don't have kids, and especially the ones that didn't choose that, yeah. like the ones that wanted to have kids are thinking the same thing. Like, man... I really wish I could be a hanging parents? with my kids, yeah. going to baseball games and all so that. So it's great yeah. when, you know, it sounds great when you're younger, you know, when mm -hmm. you're 20s and 30s and then you get older and then what? You don't have family coming over to do stuff. You don't have those memories to share. So Well, I have one reason why I wouldn't have kids. Like I'm fine with everything else about being a parent, but the one thing that I don't love is um, the amount of worry I I have, and I'm I'm a worrier already. So like I'll sit here and worry about things that are so far in the future, and you know just stupid stuff. Yeah, like raising kids, and like that one person said, like I'll see something on the news headlines of something awful happening happening, and just thinking about oh my gosh, you know my kids, like how am I ever going to protect them? from this right and what happens if it happens at our school or our community and you know so i worry what my slogan amount. is oh gosh you have to let go and let god <laughs> good one <laughs> let me say that again you, everybody listening you have to let go and let god did you hear that <laughs> divine uh, intervention <laughs> you, but you can't live your life with the what ifs like brimley and her airbnb what ifs what if what if what if yeah. i mean it's just hard you just gotta live life and now it's it's funny we were driving to the house and uh i was telling rory hey when we go inside you can't just run around and yell we have airbnb guests what you have people staying in your house that's creepy i go it's not creepy you're goes, staying oh, in our weird. house? And, yeah. And Brim <laughs> goes, yeah, I used to not like it either, but now I'm cool with it. It's fine. I'm like, mm -hmm. good, Brimley. She finally understands. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we'll be outside playing and they'll come out and say hi to us. We've had some great guests. So, yeah, it's not creepy. But, uh, so. Something I, to get used to. Right. People share their unpopular opinions on dating. This is from BuzzFeed. This person says, unless it's a special occasion or someone's birthday, the cost of date should always be split evenly, evenly, regardless of who asked who out. How do you feel about that? I'll, I'll say the unpopular opinion and you tell me what you think. Okay. So splitting 
the paycheck evenly. How do you feel about that? I think it's great. Regardless yeah. of who asked who out. Yeah. You're cool with that? Yeah. Okay. I'm cool. Uh, yeah. I would prefer it. I want to be exclusive very early on in the relationship after one or to two dates. I hate the idea of the person I'm seeing, kissing, sleeping with, or flirting with, um, doing that with other people. Unpopular opinion. What do you, what do you um, think? I, I mean, it depends on how early, but yeah, if you're going to progress to a second and third date, then chances are you're physically progressing too. And right. I'm not going to feel comfortable doing that with someone who's also turning around doing it with other people too. I like that. Hookups and casual dating are a waste of time, energy, and mental capacity. Someone always catches feelings and it never ends well. Not true. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't think that's true. Not always. Um, with guys, no. I think we can turn it off. Sometimes. Off. Yeah. Sex is too emphasized when yeah. it comes to relationships. Having sex early on in the relationship, if you're dating to be in a relationship, is like jumping several chapters ahead in a book. People miss out on a lot when they're just focused on sex. Yay or nay? How do you feel about that? So they're saying there's too much emphasis on sex? Yeah, like, let's just get to the sex and skip all this other stuff. Oh. Well, I would say in many relationships, if the sex isn't good, that could be an issue. But it doesn't have to be a deal breaker. So okay. you might be interested in just knowing if you connect in that way. But it doesn't need to be the focus. Okay. How about this one? You, you should ask if uh, they want kids by the third date. If your answers don't match up, quit now before someone gets emotionally invested. Yeah, I would agree. That's good. Uh, it's perfectly valid to end if someone it, it, end it with someone if your needs aren't being met physically. If it's not wrong to want or expect sex from your partner as long as that's something you both value, there's nothing inherently wrong with valuing sex. Mm, I agree mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Online dating kind of ruined the idea of getting to know someone as friends first when it comes to dating. We need to bring back that idea. Men so quickly want to go right to the sex. I'd rather spend time getting to know who a person is before making things romantic. I think that helps our, our relationship anyway. This goes back Get to, to know the first. jumping the steps just to jump to sex. And then you're like, all right, I did that. Now what? Right. Yeah. Now there's nothing to look forward to or not as much. Right. Uh, people seem to think that being in a relationship means you have to be codependent, but I think that's the death of many relationships. I think it's imperative to be individuals in a relationship, spend time apart, have your own interests, and have your own friends. Uh, I agree. Ashton has dinner with her friends. And when I'm working, she does stuff outside of me. Yeah. That maybe I don't have an interest in. And then we have our stuff together. So. Oh, yeah. You got to have your own thing for sure. And then finally, cheating doesn't necessarily make a person a cheater. It's easier to deal with things more maturely and constructively if you realize that people aren't defined by one action. Love that. Just because you did it in the past doesn't mean that that's who you are. Yeah, I don't agree with the whole once a cheater, always a cheater. It's, you know, then you should say that about everything that they do wrong. And that, you know? and that applies, yeah, to everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you lied once. Now you're a liar. Yeah. You pooped your pants once. Now you're a child. Now you do it twice. That's a different story, right? Uh, you sharded once. Now you're a shard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I have 
unpopular opinions about marriage. So I'll ask you these and you tell me what you think about this. You should never get married without living with someone first. You don't really know someone until you have witnessed them in in their home environment. It can be scary. I don't agree with that myself. Now say it again. If someone's in your home, you shouldn't get married unless you've lived with that person first. Oh no. And I mean, some people have a really strong, um, rules against that. Although for me, it was kind of important and we did right away. Well, you do learn a lot about a person when you live with them, when you move in with them, you find out their habits and it can annoy you to the point of crap. I made a mistake. Yeah. I can't do this. Uh, nobody should propose out of the blue. It needs to be discussed. So nobody makes a fool out of themselves going in. You should at least know if they're going to say yes or no, not catch them off guard. Yeah. It's not a good idea to get married before your mid twenties. The brain doesn't even stop developing before 25. And even if you think they're the one wait until later to commit, if it's real, they'll wait. Eh, I kind of agree with this. Kind of. Yeah. Because I, I, the person I was at 20 and the person I became at 25, two different people. Yeah. And I, but I know, um, I know people that were high school sweethearts and they've had successful marriages. Yeah. Doesn't and mean it can't people, work. But. Yeah. I know a lot more people that got married that young and it didn't work. But I find that a lot of people who get married young regret missing out on that part of their life and doing yeah. things. And then they're the ones that, not in all cases, could potentially cheat or have a uh, life crisis where they go out and do all that stuff that they missed in their early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. what I've seen with people I know and just in general. Um, right. Eloping and smalling weddings are vastly underrated. They're cheaper, less fuss, and the focus is on you and your partner's love as it should be. Big weddings have turned into ridiculously expensive parties where a million expectations are surrounding it. Very true. I love those big weddings, though, because it gets me paid. But I agree. Ah, yes. It's not about everybody who's there. It's about you and the person you're marrying. Mm-hmm. And those expectations, I always tell my brides, just show up and have fun. If something goes wrong, who cares? Like, if something happens, big deal. You know? Don't let hopefully it ruin your day. Hopefully she's got a support system around her. That if something did go wrong, she never has to know about it right. until maybe after the wedding. But even if you do know about it, who cares? Like yeah. that couple, I said the wrong name because the wedding planner wrote it down. They thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And they had fun with it. Other brides would have been ticked. Oh my gosh, right. you ruined my day from that one little thing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you, my wedding was ruined. Like at that point, you can't win. So... Yeah, yeah. I don't think wives should take their husband's last names. I think it's an old-fashioned custom, and I've always found it kind of creepy, even when I was a little kid, someone said. That's dumb. I think when Brimley gets married, they should take her last name. Because <laughs> the course. short name le- needs to live on forever. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, you don't have any boys. No. Oh, no. You better get to work on that. Okay. <laughs> A prenup <laughs> is beneficial to everyone. Sign one. I know people always say it's not a good idea going into marriage with a plan of divorcing, but a prenup is not that. A prenup is a protection for both of you for whatever may come. It's better to be wary than to get surprised. Eh. After being divorced once. Yeah. I'm not going to do Would that with, with Ashton, that? but there are some truths to that statement right there. 
If you have assets that are worthwhile going into the marriage, for sure. I didn't have anything. Ugh. Oh, oh, but this, so then how would it, uh, how would, how do you write something like that? A prenup if you go into it without anything, but come out of it with something. I don't know, but I, it, either way. All right. I won't ask. Ugh. I feel like anything <laughs> less than two or three years of dating is too soon to decide that you want to be married for life. Eh, that's not no. true. Not true at all. No. Uh, and then finally, true love isn't a thing, and there isn't just one person you're supposed to be, spend the rest of your life with. What happens is you find someone who is in the same place in life as you, and you form a bond, and even that may not be uh, last a lifetime, and that is okay. Where's mine? I don't... Uh, Ashton just came in. Here's the her shoes. Ooh, those are that's the gradient one, right? No, these are like pixel, but they have mm. all the different colors. She just brought her shoes up. <laughs> that's all I care about. Don't want your shoe. <laughs> she care more about what? what my shoes look like. They're no. cute. I like. She them. likes your shoes. She had never heard of noble shoes. Oh, yeah. So, uh, well, thank you for that, Ashton. You're welcome. Uh, those are cute. Thank you, Marcy. So let's get to the uh, the thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. This, this is titled, so we get all this from a service. We don't come with, up with this stuff ourselves. Okay. Using a sex script could improve your couple couple's intimacy. A script. What? It says, have you been going through a lovemaking drought? You're in good company since lots of people have been dealing with it. Uh, this person says that you can work through all this by using a sex script. So you and your partner create what he calls, this is a therapist, sex in action journals that reflect on a recent time that you made love with details like when, where, who initiated, if you were in the mood and who finished satisfied. After the sexy homework, what? you both read over your answers and compare notes with your partner. Sounds like too much work. Oh yeah! I don't know why we're doing this. We're all virgins here. I'm no. We're talking to, to the people who do the sex <laughs> stuff. Uh, do the sex stuff. <laughs> Have the sex. I've just been learning about the sex, so <laughs> I don't know much about it. I'm just learning. You're about just preparing. It. Okay. Yes. I'm still yeah. really trying to figure out what do you do Nervous. when you do the sex. Where does everything go? Yeah. Like Brimley said the other day, just do jazz hey, hands. You guys want to go outside and play the baseball? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> uh, on our wedding night, hey Ashton, do you want to go have the sex? <laughs> Let's go have the sex. It's time for the sex. Uh, this uh, therapist Kerner says that when partners may realize they're not on the same page sexually, um, instead of passing judgment on yourself or your boo, the idea is to think of your journal as clues to your exciting future together sexually taking this curious approach can reveal turn-ons turn-offs uh, discrepancies and it can help you give your partner what you need and what get what you need in return so basically saying uh it's like walmart does what are the highlights and um takeaways from the sexual experience and then make a powerpoint and go through it with your partner you know at this point you did this one thing and eh, didn't like it didn't love it but you did this other thing where you did this and this. I really like that. But by that point, oh boy. it was over because you were done. <laughs> and oh, it left me wanting more. So how can we figure this out? As you can see in the pie chart <laughs> on the screen, you know, 
30 seconds in, it was good. <laughs> By a minute and a half, it was over. And I wasn't oh okay with gosh. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a sex script. I was, when I, before I read this, I was thinking like doing a movie script where you're, you play different characters, but that's not what this guy was taking, talking about at all. You and Will ever do the character thing? No, just yes or no. Have you ever done like, not my thing, different personalities? No. Like you play, you, you play the man and he plays the woman. <laughs> That sounds more like a you and Ashton thing. No. <laughs> no, I've never done that. But um, one of my buddies, him and his wife do that. Oh, I know one of your buddies that does plays characters. Oh, are we thinking about the same person? Maybe. Smaller. She admitted it. She admitted it. Oh, you're it talking about a girl. Oh, well, that's that's Lara. Yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't talking about her. Well, she's got a Britney costume. Oh my gosh. She was awesome. going to be on the show today, but she just got back from market and has got all the stuff for the new store, which is opening very, very oh. soon. Cool. So, and her new line, maybe. Yeah. So a script. Okay. I have to, uh, hmm. and so, okay. So, but the first person you were talking about, I can assume who that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. A buddy. Of mine. It. Uh, this is a funny story. Finding out your partner has been cheating on you can be devastating, and many women may blame the person sleeping with their significant other, but that's not the case in this scenario, and how things played out has gone viral. Check this story out. A woman named Elizabeth Lindsay from Scotland recently shared photos of the gift she received from the woman who had been sleeping with her husband, and she was not at all unhappy about it. Elizabeth explained on TikTok that her husband had actually lied to both women, and the gal had no idea that uh, he was married when they were together. After he was caught, the two women developed a friendship, and recently the other woman sent her a box of cookies with some funny messages. It says, It's the anniversary of me leaving my husband, she explained. So the lady who was having an affair with him didn't know his real name and was being quite badly abused by him. She gave me a present. Among the cookies was uh, one of the things read, Sorry for sharing your husband, while another read, Sisters before vertically challenged misters. And uh, <laughs> one was of a phone with the message, you're so shady. The post has garnered tons of support. That is funny. Um, I watched, yeah, I like that they have a friendship. That's I watched cool. a TikTok video of this guy pulling over a car. He was a police officer. He goes, he's talking to the guy and he realizes the girl in the f- passenger seat is his wife. Right. And this is all on cam, you know, the oh, dash cam. So he gets them both out of the car and he put your hands on the, on the car and he pulls the guy away. He's like, so, you know, how do you know this girl? Oh, I met her on Tinder. Okay. All right. This is the first time to go out with her? No, we've been out three or four times. Why do you keep asking me about her and our dating situation? He goes, well, that lady right there is my wife is my wife. And the guy goes, what? She's married. Oh, <laughs> like I had no gosh. idea. And okay, the I video cut video. off. It didn't tell oh, any more wow. about it, but being that guy that is with a girl and you have no idea that, or vice versa, that the person you're with is married. It happens probably okay. more often than you think. Wow. Especially guys that travel. I'm sure you either the girl, no offense to the girl, but either she's dumb or he's just really good. Good at what? To, to like to be able to fake all that. Well, this guy uh, had given this girl the wrong name. She didn't even know his real name. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. 
Um, there was, I got this, uh, oh, here we go. <gasps> this woman shared a transparency letter she gave to bridesmaids, uh, sharing what she expected from them. So this is on also on TikTok. Here's what the letter said. In that letter, I outlined time commitments, Lisa said. So I told them if they live over an hour away, they didn't have to worry about making it to the bridal shower or go or to go wedding dress shopping with me. It was fine. She also told them she'd pay for hair and makeup, but they'd be responsible for the dress, but could pick out the style as long as it was in the specific color of her choosing, which is not common mm-hmm. normally. Uh, the most perfect part of the letter, though, was that Lisa told them it was perfectly okay for them to say no, insisting we would still be friends and that they could keep all gifts within the bridesmaid proposal box. She even says one gal turned her down and they are still friends. So instead of a bridezilla that, you know, that we usually read about, this bride was super cool. She's like, you, you don't have to commit your life to being my bridesmaid, you know this huge time commitment, which a lot of people say no to because of that. And because of the financial stuff that go with it. And a lot of times those weddings happen when you're in your twenties and you're not really that financially stable. So to be spending extra money on what ends up being, you know, a shower gift, a bachelorette gift, pitching in for the hotel room, the dinner, the drinks like that. It is a commitment. And then to go buy a dress on top of that and a wedding gift, like it never ends. I've been in two friends weddings. I I like that. And, uh, David paid for everything, the flight and all that. He paid for it or I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. been able to make it because I didn't have any money. And the wedding before that was my best friend, Josh, (laughs) who is coming into town this weekend on Sunday and staying in the Airbnb with his family. Yeah, nice. so he hasn't been here since, uh, it's been 10 years since him and his wife have been here. So super pumped oh about that. Oh my gosh. But at his wedding, we were just a year out of college and I had no money and I had to drive down to Dallas and I'm like, I'm not getting a hotel room. I have to be put up somewhere. So you got to find me a place because I had to rent the tux that I couldn't afford and all the other yeah. stuff that I couldn't afford. So Ugh, yeah, getting married young and inviting your friends who don't have money and are just out of college. Yeah. That was not fun. Ashton, any no. comments on that? Nope. Okay. Cool. I let my um I let my bridesmaids pick out their own dresses so that yeah. they could spend what they wanted to spend. So I, you know, I've had friends get married that they're like, okay, the color is this color. You can choose between these different styles. And as long as it you pick between these five, six styles in this color that works for us. How do you feel about that? So I let my bridesmaids pick out their own bridesmaids dress too. Uh And I just gave them some guidelines. So my, their dresses were black. Um, and I just kind of gave them guidelines to keep them from looking too much like my own style. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So yeah, mine was strapless. And then of course it went down to the floor. So I just asked them to not do a strapless and, try to do something that was like T length or knee length or just something else. Um, but that way they could either pull it out of their closet or go to Goodwill or whatever they wanted to do. And it, the budget was up to them. You don't ever want your bridesmaids to show up in a wedding dress like yours. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> friend. Oh, what Not are you wearing? Idea. White, a white <laughs> wedding dress. Yeah. Just really look good on me. <laughs> like, oh, are you kidding me? It's like Kelly from the office. It's like, but this color really looks good on me. This dress is just a great dress. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people are loving this woman's petty revenge tactic on her ex. 
Uh, this also comes from TikTok. It says, what's something that incredibly immature that you will never stop doing? And she reveals that since she and her ex broke up back in 2016, she's been intentionally spamming his email. Oh. She says, I've had a very interesting tactic for revenge. My revenge comes in the form of email newsletters. She explains that anytime she has to give an email address, she uses her ex's. She's at the airport and needs to give an email to use the Wi-Fi. She gives his. Anytime she has to provide an email address to read an article, she uses her ex's. That is such a good idea. And she says, and I will literally never stop doing it. Wow. That's hilarious. I hate getting those spam emails, but that is very, very funny. All right. So, oh, wait. Ashton asked me a question. Okay. She didn't want to say it on the air or? No. Oh. How's it going? <laughs> How is it going to work with your workout and my pretzel interview? Pre TSA. Oh, I got a purple car downstairs. So, okay, let's get into that story. Okay. What, so, my vehicle, my uh, silver one, is getting worked yeah. on by Josh. Some stuff was okay. not fixed underneath, and he uh, he fixed some of it, and then the fuel line burst underneath the car. <laughs> Oh, yikes. And so he's fixing that. So Ashton just asked me, hey, how's today going to work with my workout? Hey, Josh is here. Get in here. We're just talking about you. Get in this mic right here. Put on those headphones and sit down for a second. Josh is in the house. Hey, Joshy. Give it up for Josh. There he is. So I have I have the purple car. Basically, I can I can ride that. All right, so what's put on those headphones so Marcy can hear you, or you can hear Marcy. There's, they're around here. Wait, they're not here. I'll let your son use them. Use those. I'm use those. It's all, I'm all hot and sweaty. Oh. Okay, so what's the deal with the car? You just gave me a thumbs up. It's fixed. Oh, he fixed it. Yay. So we're just talking about it. Underneath the car, I got the car about three years ago, and it's another Buick Rendezvous. And it came from somebody who lived on the East Coast. So there was a lot of salt rust underneath mm. it. And when Josh fixed it, there, we found more problems due to decay of the rust from the salt and blah, blah, blah. Well, the fuel line burst. And instead of replacing the whole thing, what did you do, Josh? I went and bought a new fuel line that was just rubberized, clamps for it, cut out the rust, put in the new, and we're good to go. And no waiting for mysterious obsolete discontinued cables for the next two weeks yeah the original cable like fuel line that came with the car is uh, you know you can't really get that anymore because it's a 2005 oh 16 years ago so josh did his thing and figured it out and does amazing work at everything he does so yeah. none of us get to know that anymore because you um keep him to yourself <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh. Yeah, I can hear her. <laughs> she's jealous. Hey, so she's okay. just bragging I'm going at back this to point. school, getting my contractor's license so that I can um, work for me legitly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can do handyman stuff only now, but with it, I'm allowed to do more in the legal ring. Yeah. So he's been like, killing it. Like what's what's something you'll be able to do? Well, like right now, if I go in and just wired in a whole house, that would be a no, no. Uh, oh yeah plug in or a little something like that it's not really a major anything to create a room house structure square footage any of that kind of stuff you got to have a license for just regular handyman repairs you don't but um there's more money in doing bigger stuff so 
That's, but wait a second, wait a second. What? Does that mean he has dreams to move be, beyond the short household? Or do you oh, have big know. plans for your house? I mean, I always have big plans. We're always coming up with new stuff, aren't we, Josh? Yes. <laughs> uh, it's more or less I want to get out of just running around doing construction, get a select few clients, do maintenance on a monthly for them for a set amount of hours and fees, and then depend on my CBD uh, business in the future to progress and retire. Oh. Yep. Cool. Yeah. CBD business. Tell us about that so everybody can get a feel of what you're going to be doing. Okay. And how it's different than how everybody else is doing it. Get right in that mic. Okay. So basically what's going on is there is a need for natural medication for those of us who are not big on prescriptions, the worried about your guts rotting out and all these side effects and all of that. They are out there. They've they've been provided for us for hundreds of years, but people aren't marketing them as much as other things. Uh, CBD has come up with so many different qualities from seizure reliefs to uh, pain relief and even more they're finding every day. There's just not enough research being done and not enough of the medical side of it really being worked on as much as it should. So that being said... That's what I want to do is target a pain relief and things like that. CBD. That's all natural, basically. All natural. No giant footprint. No 10 acre fields swathing up. This is all something that can be done micro, but on a large scale. So indoors. So the weather elements do not affect it, which the price of CBD, you don't know this, Marcy, but it went up drastically because of the hard freezes and all the stuff running the crops outside this past uh, year and uh-huh. you know any flooding anything like that can affect the crops and the way they grow but the way Josh is doing it it's inside it's controlled nothing will affect it um from the outside weather wise so have, you oh, have wow. uh, natural things bees uh, butterflies things like that that pollinate cross pollinate contaminate they're just doing their job uh, those kind of things can stop or hinder trying to go for, say, pain relief. If I'm wanting to grow something strictly for pain relief so that people aren't having to take ibuprofens and all that, well, it's hard to do if you deal with the environment. So we're going to do it um, all controlled, but all organic. No chemicals. Um, We're avoiding pesticides and all these things because if you control what's going on, you don't have to use harsh chemicals. Yep. So it's going to be all natural. And he, he knows a lot about this because he takes a CBD for pain relief and he okay. swears by it. So wow. his, is, his is not just the kind of over the counter, um, go to the CBD place and buy it. You have to special order, right? Yeah, I order mine. So I was at a point where for those who really want to understand what kind of pain I'm talking about, I was getting eight epidural shots in my back at a time. Oh, oh wow. So you're to any of those, anyone who's ever been through those back shots or knee shots or whatever, they are painful. The more you get, the more painful they are. The more frequent, the less they work. Yeah. And it's been four years, actually over four years since I've had my last injections, since I've been on high-grade CBD. And he wow. says it works within minutes? Oh, yeah. I can, depending on the quality and if you're doing a, an ingestible or not, or if you're doing, say, a vapor, um, it can affect pretty quick. But once again, there's just not enough good quality out there. So the price you know, it's pretty expensive. And the difference, because, you know, marijuana is going to be legal nationwide before we know it. So what's the difference between doing uh, that 
versus CBD. Okay, so number one, the marijuana plant produces very minimal CBD in them. There are different kinds. It's more THC. It's it's a THC derivative. Instead They're all of cousin plants. TLC. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, they all have the same building block CBG, but then they, uh-huh. as cousins, separate and go other ways. Um, I'm not trying to create better party time, although many would love that. Um, there's enough people doing that. I want to create better health care, natural wow. better health care. You know, Brock, as you know, has, has over the years improved his health quite tremendously and is really doing well. I've had to do the same, change my eating habits and all of that. But why just change our eating habits, our, our exercise habits? Why aren't we changing our medical habits? Yeah. You know, Doctors are great. They go to school, they learn, they teach us. But do we always have to take heavy pharmaceuticals? Right. No, there are yeah. alternatives. We have that are not great for your body. And, you know, you got a long list of it'll help this, but side effects are blah, 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 blah. You're going to poop your intestines out in public. <laughs> but other than that, you know, you'll be social now. Yeah, you'll you'll feel better, but you'll be crapping your pants and have to wear a diaper. Yeah. So, yeah, the CBD thing, and not all CBDs are created equal. Uh, he's going to try to get the highest quality grade CBD uh, out there. And then you sell the buds or whatever to people yeah, I'm, that I'm make not it. out to be a distributor. Um, there are people who have already went to school and laboratories who can target what they need and Im- improve that. I need to just supply them the better quality stuff. My wife being extremely ill. Um, Has it worked for her? So we haven't even tried it yet because everything's experimental. She just went yesterday to another massive amount of tests, and now we're no longer pills. We are. She will be injections for the rest of her life uh, now. I mean, it's gradually getting worse. And so. she has colitis, right? Crohn's, Crohn's is what they're calling it, but this is one of the worst they've dealt with. Oh, man. And it's wow. bad. It's hard for her to eat and everything. So oh we just gosh. did a charity event for Crohn's and Colitis Foundation over really? the Really? Okay. Yeah. okay. A, a big walk. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I wish that was something. I mean, I would do the walk. I used to do the the bike races and things like that for stuff. Yeah. She can't walk more than 20 feet and she's done. Yeah. And she, uh-huh. it, it kind of came on pretty fast because her, her and your mom used to clean my house. Yes. And now she can't even do that. No, no, yeah, I am, I am Mr. Mom as well. So I, I clean. He does house, it all. I do laundry. I do whatever, yeah. and she does what she can. But fifteen, twenty minutes, and then she's done. Yeah, so Aww, it's awful. Shoot. Yep. Well, yep. that's awesome that you're doing that, though, Josh. Is so. Can we order from you now? Is it up and running and no ready to go facility? So when I when I say I'm going to start something with high quality and all that, it, it, I can't. It, this isn't Johnny Appleseed. You don't go out in your field and just toss right bunch of seeds. The equipment, yeah. some of the equipment alone is hundreds to thousands of dollars, you know, to con- the controllers and all of these things. So we're building a facility that, number one, has to ha- control all elements. We can't have any, you know, environments in, any environments out. And then from there, all the watering, the equipment, the the computers, everything that runs everything. Uh, by the end of the year, I would like to have had the first, what we're going to call micro crop come in and say, okay, this is what we've got, send it out for testing, and then they can say, hey, you need to work on so-and-so. I would also eventually like to bring in someone, say, from the U of A who's into, uh, you know, needing to get some, what do they call that, uh, internship. Internship, yeah. You know, to come in and go, hey, you know, this is what I'm studying, you know, and allow them to help us help them at the same time as well. Yeah. So Josh does a little bit of everything, as you can hear. Yeah, that's awesome, Name something, name something. 
Name something just random. Something random. Do you um, paint portraits? He does it. Yep, does it. Name <laughs> something else. It depends if they have numbers or yeah. not. <laughs> Name something else. NASA scientist. Okay. Yep, did it. <laughs> yeah. Name something else. Do Do you um, uh, build computers? He does it. Uh, actually, I did that for two and a half years when oh, I was geez. in my early twenties. <laughs> Can you do hair and makeup? He does it. He just did mine. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I'm the one that might need to work on hair and makeup. He's uh he's growing out his hair and he'll grow out his beard eventually to play I... Jesus in the uh <laughs> at the end of the year. At the end of the year for Christmas. I love serious. it. Or you could play Santa. So just you'll have to we'll don't put hair. on weight, just uh no, wear the no, special no, belly. I'd have a doctor and some family. Be yeah, don't do that. I, I've lost too much to gain too much back. So. so he's been doing our front lawn, like the the garden and stuff, and it's it's looking good. That's what I'm actually headed yeah. back to next is your landscape. He's been killing I'm, I'm it. done mechanicking. Now it's putting on a different hat now. He does mechanic. He does lawns. He does everything. So we love Josh. Oh. I love Josh too. I've had him a few times over here. That's all I can get him. But okay. yeah, <laughs> so super talented. The new idea is he he just mentioned it is to yeah. get a select few of clients that um, need him for say five hours a month, 10 hours a month. And that's what you get. He'll come to your house, fix things, repair things, do stuff for your house, whether that be lawn maintenance, anything, and you pay a subscription fee per month. So oh. you're getting this regardless. So you're I like, like that. Okay. I need this room. And plus, you know, you pay a subscription fee plus supplies if he has to buy supplies yeah. for you. Um, yeah. No, would you go for something idea. like that? Probably, yes. Yeah. Because he takes care of I've, stuff that you're like, oh, I'll just put it off. Or uh, I know Will couldn't Will couldn't do this. Yeah. If it doesn't involve fishing, there's not much he can do. <laughs> um, now, I've when it comes to things. fishing, there may be some trade involved there. There you I, go. I love to fish. Well, it is really hard to find a handyman. I've asked my friends. They referred me to someone who doesn't do the small, like small enough projects for me. Right. And then I found someone on Facebook. I messaged them. I said, look, it's just this drawer that I need fixed. And then I've got an issue with my front door handle. Um, and they're, I know they're not hard, but I just, I don't, I can't, I don't want to do it. And Will, I want it done right. Have time. Yeah. 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 I just that, want it done that's right. Basically what we're trying to target is. You come, we come in, we sit down, we go, okay, I would like for you to show up X amount of hours per month or week. This is the set rate. And then these are expectations. And then when I show up, you're like, hey, this is my list. I need you to knock this out or text or whatever the case right. yeah. is. And it's good to go. Um, because of the new era of hands-free and things of that nature, um, you know, I already go through so much security stuff as it is. I'm, I'm in every county and every city and state, you know, police and so on and so forth with my church, all these things. So I, I would be able to go in, do what you needed, leave, go without having, you know, they could be there, but you wouldn't have to. Yeah. It's, he just, this he, is just something you have a service and you know, it's going to get. Only yeah. reason I knew Josh was here is because I heard the garage door below me open this morning. Open. I looked out the window. Well, I'm like, Oh, Josh is here. <laughs> I, Josh, I could see that being successful because when I messaged these people, first of all, they didn't respond to me. Correct. So then I went back, messaged again, and they quoted me just front. They didn't ask any other questions. They quoted me $350. And I'm talking about a part that's probably $5 for the drawer and then like a door handle. So it would take them about less than 30 minutes. 
Yeah. Like I honestly could do it myself. Like if I wanted to do it, I just thought I'd try. And I'm like, really? Like they clearly don't want the job. It's too little for them. So they're making it worth their while. That's usually what happens is, okay, if I quote this really high, chances are they won't do it. But if they do, Hey, I'm just made, I'm making this money. money. Right. Exactly. Um, I do the same thing with wedding events that I'm like, we're really booked up this day. I could fit this person in, but I'd rather not stress about it. Uh, add on $500. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, if they're like, exactly. yes, let's do it. I'm like, crap, but worth okay. your time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This works. Uh, it saves things f- like every time you call a handy, you know, you're calling a, a call out fee. So you're paying just for him to show up before he does right. anything. And all of, you know, those yes. add up each and every time. So by doing a service maintenance per these clients per week or month, however the case may be, they don't have to pay that every single time. It's just taken care of. It's, yeah. It's no service fee. I've heard of a service, Josh, that sounds like this. Have you ever heard of um, Rent-A-Husband? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard of that. It's legit. I don't know where, like what part of the country or what it is. Do not tell but, my wife this. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's geared, you know, towards single moms and older people, but anybody could hire them. But it's the same idea where you've got a handyman, someone that comes in and helps you out with these little jobs um, so yeah, like similar idea. There's, de- I, there's definitely a need for it. That is hilarious. Yeah. I'm yeah. just not going to show up in any, you know, Daisy Dukes or any little penguin <laughs> outfit. Yeah. That's how or, I like know, my husband. Tuxedos or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like they that. would tip you extra. <laughs> that's extra. Maid's outfit yeah. costs twice as much. Yes. But yeah, yes. so it'd be taken. And, and I've, you know, I've had the same problem trying to find somebody to come out do work, all that kind of stuff. It just sucks trying to get a hold of somebody, especially in these days, because people are so busy with this kind of work that uh, I I told somebody the other day, I said, I could start a business where you get a pool of these guys together that are maintenance guys and I manage them all, but I'm getting back to customers in minutes instead of days. And the likelihood of getting that job just because you are getting back to the customers is almost a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Because people don't do that. Like the customer service guys like yourself aren't, uh, your specialty isn't getting back to people. It's doing the work. Yeah. So most of these people work for themselves and don't, um, don't have to, don't know how to do the customer service part. Yeah. Or they're like me. You don't want to stop every 10 minutes because I am my own employee. So yeah. I don't have someone doing it for me. So my phone may go off seven times. And then when I get done at five o'clock, then I'll go through it and check it out. Well, that right. may have already upset someone because they needed it prior to. Well, 99% of the time, these people, and it's same with my business right now, Brock Entertainment, just not getting back to them mm-hmm. in a timely manner. Yep. The the first thing I get from people when I send them an email is, wow, that was quick. Even if it was three hours later, it's like, wow, that was really fast. I'm like, no, that was really slow for me because <laughs> I'm usually like right yep. on top of it. But customer service in any industry will get you the job it more leads the way. often than not, yeah. even if you're oh higher priced. If you're available, they can reach you and you get right back to them. People will appreciate that and will pay more for it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. especially in this mm-hmm. industry, when I, we were about to buy that house out in the woods, uh, on that three acres, I was, I emailed probably 10 companies about, uh, doing grading that thing and putting asphalt on it. It took two weeks for somebody to finally get back to me after multiple emails. 
Multiple. Wow. Instead of like, hey, we got your email. Let us look at it and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. You right. wouldn't hear back to, from them at all. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I know you got a lot of business, but let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll hire you if you are timely and get back to me. That's why I don't advertise because I would have so many that probably do need help that would be hitting me up. And I'm like, I just, I don't have enough hours in the day. Oh no. Right. To do it. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to basically select a few clients. And now my wife is taking over doing, she bought a planner and she's doing all that to relieve stress on me. So if I'm in the books for that yeah. day, that's what it is. There's no faltering before. I used to, well, let me see if I can swing by no, or whatever. That's true. Right. And oh my gosh. Yeah. I was 10 directions. Yeah. Do that. So wait, when are you starting that, Josh? That it's like, all research right idea. now. Um, you know, I okay. call, I had meetings with uh, my insurance people to find out because, you know, I'm in, I'm in people's homes. There's, yeah. there's, there's, um, kind of a litigation there you know you're responsible on both ends they are for me i am for them everything i touch everything i do so on so forth. yeah so that needs to be addressed first and then they're the ones that told me that there is a home kind of like a, a handyman because it's called a homeowner's contractor's license super okay. easy to get but it's something i'll need to do if i'm going to enter in a bunch of houses right so yeah. how many clients are you looking to get uh, in this service if you do it no more than five five yeah no more because yeah. it's only going to be half of what if i if i make it a full commitment then i can't commit to get my cbd business going. right you can't yeah you can't yeah. commit all your time to just yeah. one thing so it's basically so that i can eliminate a job i already have yes. i own a boat dock business now as well yeah, one of those does. i do oh, jack of all trades profession and none um and it is a younger man's game because he's going out there marcy and hand pushing these um, these docks with boats in them, yeah. like from one area to the other. Yeah, in and out, or left or right. And I mean, they float, are... so you just push them, but they're heavy. Why? Twenty to forty are... tons is not light. Yeah. Why are they needing to move? Because okay. the water goes up. The and water down. goes up and down. Um, if it rains, the water can go up. Um, if they run the dam generations, um, as far as like creating power, or open the gates, water drops fast. I've yeah. had water go up over two feet in 24 hours and drop that much in 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. So he's constantly having to go in and out and they don't pay him for every time he goes out there. No, it's a contracted deal every six months or a year to go. And it's supposed to be once a week. I go out, I monitor, make sure no, there's no damage. If it is, we repair it and they pay us. And hey, it's sitting where yeah. it should. Well, when I'm doing it three and four times a week, I'm only making about $5. An hour. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and, and back breaking at that. Yeah. If I'm going to do that, then I'd rather be at home at my own place making $5. An hour yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Doing it for yourself and, yeah. you know, building a business. So but with yes. the maintenance side of it, you know, I'll already have a budget of knowing, okay, this month I have this many clients with this many hours, I'll have this much funds. Mm -hmm. And then this is how much time I have left to facilitate for my new business. Right. Because eventually it would be retire completely from everything but the CBD business because it's a multi-billion dollar business yeah. and it won't go away. It's will people get involved with it and make it better or will it just be like cigarettes? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's just a, a, a something that's not really well, good. I'm happy for you, Josh. This is exciting. Well, thank you. And once you figure it out, Marcy's thinking, put her on the list. Give me a slot. Yeah. Give me a slot. She wants a spot. 
So there you yes. go. Well, Josh, get back to work. Yeah, it's time to go to work. We're so glad you could finally join us. Normally he's too busy. I was going to ask him to be on this morning, but I didn't want to get in his way. Yeah, so. uh, that's all right. And with gas. And he's uh, in the process <laughs> of, uh, of uh, growing some hot plants, hot peppers, oh, and then going to make yes. a salsa. So. Oh. Seven different that. kinds. Woo-woo. Seven different kinds of salsa ranging from all different heat levels. And I said, I'll taste it one bite. One bite of it. Okay. Yeah, he, can All try, right. he can try mine once. Once. During the podcast. I'll do that. And then I'll poop okay. my pants. So. Okay. <laughs> One more time. Give it up for Josh. Josh, thank you so much. Later, later, later. Josh, everybody. We'll get you details on what he's got going on uh, when we have more details. All right, Marcy, let's get to the dirty. Do you have any dirty stuff? Well, I've got one big story for sure I want us to talk about. And you've heard by now, Chris Harrison officially He's no out. longer part of The Bachelor. Ugh. Yeah. But I, $25 what, million dollars would would be a good payout for me as well. It's a good payout. Yeah. I, I have honestly not read all the details to understand how it went down. I assume it was a mutual thing um, for the most part. Like, I don't I, I don't know that he cared to stay on The Bachelor after everything that was going on in 2500 or $25 million is hard to say no to um but i kind of just rolled my eyes when i saw that headline because i'm just i i can't believe how far this has gone with his what happened you know like the fact that he's gone because of that yeah um it just it just seems ridiculous but yeah he's 25 million dollars richer he never has to work again stupid um so stupid though did you watch the new season with katie so no, I did not, and I I I will probably watch it. Have you? We watched the first episode just to kind of see what it was like, and I like Katie; okay. she's cool. Yeah. But yeah. the two girl hosts is like having two yeah. wo- woo girls on yes. the show. I did not love that. Um, I don't like watching The Bachelorette in general because I don't care about guys. Yeah. Fighting for a girl like guys are it's just annoying but the two girl hosts were as annoying you know I, yeah and i i thought that going into it and then i saw it was a uh, um like a preview or something of the this first episode <clears throat> and i saw them sitting with her and chatting and it was kind of cute because it was like girlfriends chatting yeah but i don't i don't know if i love that for the whole season no you realize how good chris is because he was never there unless something happened and then he would calmly take care of it and not I'm like so all right you got it girls let's do right. this Woo-woo. i don't want that i don't want that nope. i don't care yeah. about woo girls it's yeah, yeah like, chris was so guess, good at his job that we forgot to realize you know we didn't realize how great he was well, until he was gone i mean chris was the only host we've ever known so it was what he wanted it to be and he right. did an awesome job so i do wonder how it's going to affect ratings because um they must be going after the girls obviously to be putting two girl hosts in there they're keeping it diverse um when the bachelor rolls around again which i don't know when that'll be i do wonder you know they're not gonna have two girls in there they're gonna put probably a dude maybe a couple dudes so so bachelor matt james and his uh girl rachel it looks like they're back together full time Mm -hmm. they've been Mm -hmm. seen on social been posting they've been traveling and just together so Mm -hmm. matt and rachel back together i think it was all a ploy to begin with for ratings um and i think matt felt like he had to take that stance to yes during that time and Mm -hmm. pulled her to sign and was probably like here's the deal I have to do this. Yeah. But I love you. I want to be with you. Yeah. Do not take this personally. 
this for sure. is all for show. So for sure. Yeah, totally believe that. So Bachelor in Paradise will be coming up this summer and they don't have a host. They're going to be putting guest hosts in there, including David Spade, Lil Jon, oh, Lance nice. Bass. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be a hot mess, I'm sure. I uh, um, I uh, I don't love watching The Bachelorette, but what I do love is watching it with Ashton and making funny comments the whole time. Just making <laughs> jokes the whole yes. time. Like one yes. guy on the show, he you know, he comes out, he's a real good, I think he's a Christian guy, and he talks about how he's a virgin. <laughs> and so he goes to meet her. And like, hey, my name's Matt, and I uh, like, I'm a virgin. Just so you know, I'm a virgin. Uh, he didn't say that to her, but I was playing it out like, yeah, I really think you're pretty. By the way, I'm a virgin. Never had sex. I'm a virgin. Like, okay, cool. I'm a virgin. You just keep saying it and saying it. That's my funny quip of uh, of the show. So every guy has something. Hey, what's up? I'm a painter. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be in the moment, but. Yeah, that's the only way I can watch it is to make jokes about make it. Make comments. Yeah. yeah. You need to, you could record yourself doing that and put it on YouTube. It would nope. probably be pretty yeah. pretty popular. I'd be canceled very fast. <laughs> very fast. Uh, it's only comments for Ashton who accepts me for who I am and what I say at all times. Okay. All right. Good. Um, so we know if you're a Real Housewives fan, they always do reunions at the end of every season. They're right. going to do the same thing for Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Huh. But this is 20 seasons later. Wow. And they say that no subject is off limits. Andy Cohen is going to be the one sitting down. Um, and they're going to talk about everything. It actually airs in two parts. So June 17th and then the 20th. I'm actually going to watch that. I even watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians for, I don't know, seven years maybe. But that would be interesting just to kind of see what all they have to say. And, yeah. and, you know, there's been so many divorces and broken relationships and children. And so that'll be interesting. I wonder what um, they're going to say about Kanye West and his new lady love, Irina Shake or Shock. Is that is that a thing? Is it that appears really that happening? they're together. I don't know. They've been okay. quietly seeing each other for a couple of months, according to sources. So I don't okay. know. Yeah. And did you see that uh, J-Lo is moving from Miami, Florida? I'm looking at that headline L- right now. Hey, her and yes. uh, Ben, Ben Affleck, Benifer are back. So Dude, that's cool. that has happened so quickly. What in the world? I don't know. It it, it may not have happened as quickly as, as it seems, you know? Yeah. Uh, J-Lo know. and A-Rod could have been done long before the public knew about it. So this, right. yeah, they could have been taught. Ben and her could have been talking and we also never knew it. Uh, before, but this is interesting. So, first of all, J Lo has lots of homes, so it's not that big of a deal. She's probably just going to get another home in L A. She's got other homes still. Um, it's not like she's completely um, relocating herself. Right. No, or Ben. But Chriselle Staus is the girl you always hear me talking about her from Selling Sunset. She's just divorced Justin Hartley, and she's making herself available to J-Lo. So who knows? This could play out in their reality show called Selling Sunset on Netflix. That would be a ratings awesome. Yeah. Um, Be awesome for ratings. Oh, what's going on? What else is happening? I mean, there's not a whole lot else. There's more reaction to the Friends reunion, including the producer getting heck for not being more diverse, which what? is just stupid. Yeah. So somebody's always you know, going to complain about that. 
Someone, of course, someone's going to complain you about it. You could have complain. a show with every ethnicity in it, mm-hmm. but if you don't include a homosexual or a transvestite, you're always going to hurt somebody's feelings. So, you know? yeah. Oh, and you, you are- put people who are tall. Where's the short people? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. we're all going to be mad about something. It's like, get over it, enjoy life, and just quit. Like, stop. Yeah. So they're specifically calling out, you know, how they had a lot of guests show up and star guest stars come back. And they're like, well, you didn't bring back any of the black actors from the show, which like who who was there? Uh, I don't, I don't Aisha Taylor. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Was yeah, yeah. One. She dated Ross mm-hmm. on the show, right? And Joey. Yeah. And oh, Gabrielle Union. Yeah. She dated. She dated both Joey. of them, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. She dated both of them. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So. I mean, the, back then, which he made the point, he said it was 1994 back then. Um, and he said it's remarkable how the show has been able to stand the test of time. So ridiculous for people to be calling out diversity today for something that was made back in the mid 90s. And he did right. say, look, we had Mindy Kaling on. BTS was there. Women from all around the world. The two boys from Kenya. You know, there was plenty of diversity featured. Maybe not all the not all the guest stars, no matter what their color or race is, oh, we go. was able to come back. It's like somebody now picking on a show in the 50s and saying, well, why didn't you make it in color? Why did it have to be in black yeah. and white? Because yeah. we didn't have that technology. It yeah. didn't exist. Well, yeah, like- we feel like you should have made this show in color. But so that, that, dumb. That wasn't, we couldn't. Like that wasn't possible. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they were different I times, were, different culture. Yes, it's so dumb. Anyways, I won't say anything more about that. That's pretty much it. Those are the biggest stories for the week. Speaking of people who uh, get upset about stuff, a California high school is reprinting its yearbooks after the original ones were printed with some inappropriate superlatives, including I love this. So I thought this was hilarious. Most likely to get canceled (laughs) and most likely to get COVID twice. Oh my gosh. (gasps) Uh, Other ones were like, you know, name the best dancer, most likely to be a TV star, stuff like that. But yeah, most likely to get COVID (laughs) twice. (laughs) That'd be you. You don't care about nothing (laughs) and most likely be canceled. I mean, Uh, those are real things. And I think it's hilarious. So a couple more (laughs) things. It is getting hot outside. We talked about that. What are the best frozen treats for summer? I have a list. What do you think? Frozen treats? It's got to be like popsicles, of course. They actually have names. So like the best fruity ice cream bar is the Turkey Hill Strawberry Fruit and Cream Bar. Best nostalgic treat, Good Pop, Valencia Orange. Uh, Best mixed flavor pop or bar, Popsicle Mango, Strawberry and Vanilla Swirl Fruit Twisters. Best non-dairy bar, So Delicious, Dairy-Free Dipped Mint Fudge Swirl. And best chocolate bar, blue bunny, loaded bars, super fudge. <laughs> so many different things. So they've come out with, and you can buy them at Sam's, the margarita or the daiquiri popsicles. They have alcohol yeah. in them. Might yeah. have to do that. And finally. I've had, I had a couple of those. They're very good. Are they really good? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the list of the top health products for 2021. So here we go. Headache, take Tylenol, cough depressant or suppressant, Delsum. This is, these are just like, these aren't good for you. These are just things that you should take. Pregnancy test, first response. Uh, sunscreen, Neutrogena, multivitamin, Centrum. I don't okay. know. Okay. 
I'm not taking any of that crap. Not taking it. No, thanks. That is it. That is the show for today. No guests. Next week, uh, drum roll, please. We're going to have the Mars family in on the show for the podcast. Oh, hooray. Yes, we're having the Mars family. Uh, We were supposed to have Lara today, but like I said, she was too busy. I met a cameraman on Saturday at a wedding, and he's like, hey, you know Joe and Lara. I'm going with them to uh, Kilimanjaro. I said, oh. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be filming them. I said, well, you should get a lot of uh, Lara at the base camp where it looks like she's climbing. Get a bunch of shots of her that you can throw in there because I don't think she'll last long. Ah! He just started laughing. Oh, I think she'll do I great. Go, and you should tell her I said that. He's like, oh, I will. Aww. I will. So That's funny. <laughs> looking forward to having her back on the show. But next week, her. next Thursday, we're going to have uh, the Mars family. They're excited to come back in. Are they getting ready to kick off a new season? I don't know. I don't. I will. We'll find out next week. But this guy that I met also shoots for their show. Oh, dang. Yeah. Super right. cool. Super, super cool. cool. What do you got going They're on? Great. Um, so, yeah, I've got Drew. We're going to probably head out and go do a little bike ride. Cool. And like I said, Will's gone for the weekend, so I'm just going to keep them busy. Why did you say you didn't go to the to the thing? Various reasons. You just didn't want to go. Various reasons. Yeah, right. Well, like you're busy. You You didn't have to take (laughs) off work. (laughs) I'll tell you one reason, though, is that it's a 12 hour drive to get there. And that's a long drive. Do They do that every year. Every three years, oh. and it was, it was postponed from last year. Okay. Um, so there are. I'll I'll tell you off the air some other decent reasons too. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go see the new Peter Rabbit too oh, that came out yeah. today. Oh yeah. Oh, we're good. gonna go see that. Okay. Uh huh. Tell me how. It uh, is. Pool time. We'll probably. I mean, I got to keep these boys busy, so we'll be outside playing and play dates and who knows what else. So cool. yeah. What about you? Uh, busy. You're I busy. have five events in three days myself. Mm-hmm. So like tonight, mm-hmm. I have a charity event. Tomorrow night, I have a charity event. Uh, Saturday morning, I have the cancer challenge. Uh, Saturday afternoon, I have a ceremony, and then I go to a wedding at 21C. It's all boom, 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 boom. Not yeah. Not not uh, on top of the. 15 other events we have this weekend. Jeez. Weddings and events. I don't, so. I don't know how you keep track of it all. Well, as soon as we get done here, I'm going to be going through my list and make sure everyone has what they need. So, Well, if you end up in my neck of the woods at all, let me know so I, I will can not. bring you your stuff. Oh, yeah. I, well, I'm, I was there. I was by there yesterday, and I meant to stop by as I was driving past. Yeah. And I'm like, crap, I should have stopped by, but I didn't plan. I didn't plan it. Well, may- Maybe we will, if I wander up that way, I'll um, swing it by or something. Yeah, come by with my best friend Josh, his family. Uh, I don't know, he doesn't listen to the podcast, but coming to see us this weekend, so super pumped about that. Uh, And just work, work, work. Our baseball team starts on Sunday. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm playing, but... Do you still have Climb Bentonville passes? Yeah, we went the other day. But the deal is, from 9 to 3 every day during the summer is kids camp. So there was like two big old buses of kids there. So we stayed for 30 minutes and then we're like, all right, let's get out of here. Uh, Okay, but not weekends, right? I don't know about weekends. It's just as busy on weekends, though, with actual regular people. But if you take them in after three, it shouldn't be as busy. 
Okay. I don't I'll think about that then. But I have them. Klein Bittenville. Big shout out to them. All right, everybody have a good one. Make sure to follow us on social as always at Brock and Marcy, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, yeah, we're continuing the conversation there. Share this with your friends and have a good one. Say goodbye, Marcy. Bye, Marcy. Well, kids, that's our show for today. I must be going. So long. Farewell. Alfredo saying goodbye. Goodbye to you. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.